0: Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear
1: will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. Galatians chapter six, verse seven. This is where I left off last week on the topic, on the topic of order in his love, order in his love. I hope this series blesses you. Today, we're going to wrap it up. It's the final one. This is it. I've uh I've done four Sundays leading to this one. So if you're walking in this Sunday for the very first time, don't think, oh, oh, is that it? No, there was there were there were four other parts to this that led us to the topic that we're going to land on today. So all eyes closed, Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your presence in this house, in this place. Father, we thank you for experiencing your love, your touch, your healing, your fire, your power in our lives. Father, we pray that even through these words, your words, Lord, Father, we pray that lives are transformed, that, Father, people are strengthened and encouraged and inspired to continue to grow, grow, and then grow some more. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. And amen. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, scripture says, Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. So, in other words, do not lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself about what? God is not. God is not what? You can't, my God. You will not, my God. You cannot, my God. For what? For what? For what? For what? What is whatever? What is whatever? What is whatever? Anything. Whatever. Anything. For whatever a man sows, sows this he will also reap. Everybody with me? Yes. So I wanted I wanted I wanted you to learn the the why give. The why give. Instead of the how to give, many times when this topic of giving and money and resources, especially in a setting like this, is being taught, the emphasis is on how, the emphasis is on what to give. My heart has been for the last month that we could fully understand the how I give, what I give. How this is hinged to why I give and so this is a comprehensive way of Understanding the principle of generosity Adrian used the line. He said this is kingdom Currency, we are in the world, but we are not of this world So we live we live under a different set of rules and governing Um, though we are committed and committed to the laws of this country that we live in that we call our country our home we understand that from the moment we come to Jesus we become ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven here on earth all right that's not for everyone not everybody's is going to understand that and you may not be able to con- convince everybody about this but my heart has been as I've spent the four Sundays laying out this foundation of seed time and harvest, order, the rhythm, the sequence, I've 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 tried to develop this in detail so that you and you alone understand that you and you alone are the deciding factor of of your ongoing growth and success here on Earth with what God has given you. I personally want you to live in God's abundance, but this doesn't work and cannot work outside of God's order God has an order. This is why I wanted to establish the Foundation and the principle of order so that you understand does God want abundance for you? Yes Does he want healing for you? Yes Does he want you to do well and be successful and have and and be whole in life? Yes Yes, yes to all of those things. Yes, yes However, there is an order that we must follow When you follow the order, then you'll reap the benefits of the one who establishes the order Seed time and harvest are in the scriptures in that particular order Because you cannot and will not get a harvest time before a seed time Many people called followers of Jesus, believers, Christians, if I may, they want harvest time. They pray harvest time. They demand harvest time. They expect harvest time before seed time. And it doesn't work that way. There is an order. Becky and I worked very hard as parents, young parents, young parents, teaching our children this principle. Our kids really didn't, you know, when they they were growing up, they didn't understand it because it makes no sense. But we 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 did we did everything possible to teach all of our kids, all of our kids. And and our young kids today have very little value. Remember that this is whatever you sow, whatever you sow not just about money. Our young kids have no value for marriage today. Why? Because you didn't have a value for the order in marriage yourself. You meet a guy, you meet a gal at a bar or at a nightclub or the gas station or I don't know where people meet people anymore. I don't know. It's like you met him where? What? What? And what happens, you end up in bed together, and then you shack up together, then you buy the house together, then you get the cars together, then you make the babies together, and then after 10 or so years together, then you go, maybe we should get married.
0: <laughs>
1: and I want, to hear, I want you to know and hear this, that you, you cannot mock God. God cannot and will not be mocked you cannot and will not get his blessings and his benefits over that area of your life if you don't follow his order and how he dictates you don't get to dictate the terms of god's order especially when it comes about marriage many people i put in that carriage before the horse nothing sends me up the roof more than watching my kids when i was growing when i was a young father and I don't know, I, it was more, Adrian had a weird thing, but he'd always pour the milk before the cereal. <laughs> that blew my mind, it was just wrong. I was,
0: just, I was dyslexic. It right? was. <laughs> <Everything,
1: bro>. the, <laughs> the dude poured the milk before the cereal. And he did it with a smile while he looked at me, like, like it was right, I'm like oh my
0: goodness
1: (laughs) but you know that many people treat many areas of their lives this way especially Christians God's order isn't to take lightly last week I demonstrated that this principle can be applied to whatever area it's not just money, it's not just family, it's everything. How you treat people at work, how you pre how you teach your how you treat your neighbors. I we moved into Dover in March. In March, we moved to Dover. I don't know nothing or anything about Dover. Just I just know it's far from here. All right? And and family don't show up when you live far. <laughs> So uh, you, you so in from March to September, I know my whole, I, I know my neighborhood. I know the people in my neighborhood. Every time, every time I walk out to the yard to cut the grass, I walk out of my yard. It's like field of dreams. There's people giving me food and stuff, my neighbors. And, and the other day I'm sitting around my house with neighbors, people that I just don't know. I just don't know them and but they're you know neighbors, and what I've learned is that how you treat people you will be treated Are are you listening so chances are? chances are if the people in your neighborhood aren't too neighborly with you (laughs) Chances are You're probably not being too neighborly Whatever you sow. That you will reap so in the same vein I want to jump into the wrap-up of this series as a son as a daughter of God this foundational principle is something to teach your children teach your children this this is gold you can pretty much get to the root of all of the issues of most if not all of your troubles and your hardships by asking yourself and reviewing your steps and the seeds that you have sown, leading to where you are today. Now, from what we learned last week, we learned that Galatians never mentioned the devil. Can we put that scripture back up? Galatians 6. Uh, can we put it up again? Do not perceive God is not boxed. Whatever a man You know what? It doesn't say there's the devil. It doesn't say the devil there. It doesn't say Satan. Here you are having spiritual warfare over principalities, over demons, over over what? Over all the spiritual stuff. And nowhere in here is there anything there that says the devil, principalities, what does it say? You. You and you alone. Some people don't like hearing that. So let's go to 2 Corinthians. Chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. Yes, I'm going to read that much. Verses 6 through 15. You ready? This is... Paul, the apostle Paul, and as Paul is writing to a letter, he's writing this letter, I'm sorry, to the Corinthian church, Uh, the Corinthian church had made a promise that they were going to give an offering, a special offering, right, to the people of uh, um, um, Macedonia, now as, as, as Paul is writing, he is reminding them, reminding the people about the offering that they're about to give, all right? So they're about to give an offering to this church in Greece, and and Paul writes, and these are his words. This is what we're going to read. Here we go, and then I'm going to interject uh, in between everything. But I want you to read with me. He says, "Remember this, that a that a who plants only a few will get a small crop, but the one who plants." generously we'll get a generous generous crop you must each decide who decides don't ever let a church manipulate nor control regardless of where you are for those that are watching us online if you are in one of these churches that is controlling manipulating what you have to give I'm telling you right now get up and leave go run fast fast and if you are in this church And you ever hear any craziness coming from me? Amen. My God, my God. You ever hear that foolishness coming from me? It is time for you to find yourself another church. God and only God. You must each decide in your, in your, in your heart. In your heart. heart. How much to give? Hear that? How much to give? But then he says, "Don't give." reluctantly what is reluctantly that is unwilling that is with hesitation hmm don't give reluctantly or in response to what Can I get a 50? Can I get a 50? Can I get a 50? Can I get a seventy? Hey, 70. Can I get hey, a 90? Hey, can I get a 100? Hey, 100. Oh, you guys line up over here. You guys, you guys line up over here. You're going to get a special treatment. You're going to get a special anointing and you. Or in response to pressure. Or what does God love? What does God love? Yo, man, giving is beautiful giving should be a party you should be happy to give happy to give and he says in response to pressure for god loves what kind of a giver a cheerful giver what's a cheerful giver one who gives optimistically i'm optimistic in the way i give i give with expectation And he says, and God will generously what? God will generously what? Provide, Provide all you need
0: what? All you need.
1: Who provides it?
0: God.
1: All you need. All you need. Then you will always, always have everything you need and plenty left over so you can go and, and, and just waste it. <laughs> and do what?
0: Share with others.
1: The reason God has blessed you with more is to give more. Continue. As the scriptures say, who says this?
0: The scriptures.
1: They share freely and give what? Generously. We give what? Generously. We give what? Generously. We give what? Generously. Generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is... The one. Let me... God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then, and then bread to eat. In the, same way, in the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. So God blesses me with a lot of stuff so that I can continue to give a lot of stuff. Continue. Yes, you will be enriched in every way. And and what? Every way. And what? In every way so that you can
0: always always
1: be generous. generous. Always be
0: generous.
1: David, always be generous. Always be Generous. generous. be Generous. generous. Generous, write it down. And when we take your gifts, this is Paul writing, when we take your gifts to those who need them, what will happen? They will thank God. Come here. So, two good things will result from this. Your giving is a ministry. God hasn't given me a minute. Yeah, He's given you a ministry of giving. Give. It's a ministry. In, in ministry, that is, that, you know, that's a governmental, that's language. A ministry, that is an office. You have been given a ministry of generosity to give. And he goes, the needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met and they will express their things to God. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that what? You are obedient. Is there more? And they will pray for you with what? I'm going to tell you right now. You want somebody praying over your life? Give them something. You You want somebody to remember you in their prayers at night? Give them something. Give them something. I, I, you think I'm joking? Give them something. Look, I, these sneakers right here. My 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 son Hector gave these sneakers to me, and every time I got to put them on, Lord, keep blessing them because I want more sneakers. <laughs> but 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 listen, and I, that's shallow. That's very shallow. That's not what I mean. But what I mean is when you're going through some difficult times, do you think Jose and Rebecca are up on stage just crying about circumstances? Yeah. But it's the generosity of the people to see people show up in moment when they are in need, in need, that people show up. And this is what the church family does. Rebecca said, i don't have I don't have a family here in the United States, And you all showed up and said, "We love you. There's a meal. We love you. Hey, what can I do for the for your husband? What can I do for the children? What can I do? And listen, and it's not Hispanics, it's not whites, it's not blacks. Oh, wow. It's the heavenly people of God coming together in generosity. God given them okay, thank. God for this gift, too wonderful for words. Is there more? No. So I want to be clear, and I want to be clear about this principle. I want to. I want to speak to the young kids, especially the young guys that are here, because you guys are or have been flooded and inundated by uh, clips on on TikTok of guys buying airplanes, pastors buying airplanes. I don't have an airplane. Right, I'm not one of them guys. I'm cool. I, I, I'm cool with my Acura. I'm okay with my car. And, and, and so, so I know that your hearts can grow cold based on stuff that you see on TikTok or on Instagram, on social media. I know it's nasty. It's disgusting. It is caca. I, I'm here to tell you, God will deal with those individuals. But that should not trample the principle of generosity. Good. Thank you, doctor, for that. So I want to establish this point real good. I want to do this real good. I want to be clear about this. God needs nothing from you. Nothing. Nada. Zo. You need everything. Now everything on earth, everything in heaven, is already His. Psalms 24 verse one. I'm going to read just the first scripture. Says, "The earth is the Lord's, and what? And what?
0: Everything.
1: Everything. Everything. A hundred percent of everything is His." Wait a minute. What do you mean? Everything. 100% of everything is his. Your house. Your car. Your income. Your health. Your days. They all belong to him. 100%. Let that sink in for a while. Your children. Your children. I, You know, I, I see people. The way they speak they speak about their families I don't want children yet I'm going to wait just a few more years and then I'm going to plan this way and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that and God is telling you I decide what womb I'm going to bless Ooh. so you're fooling yourself to think that any percent outside of a hundred percent of all that you possess belongs to you you're fooling yourself and then you choose to give God just a percentage of what I own. No, it all belongs to God, and God allows you to be a steward, a manager of your income, of the things you possess. Generosity, somebody in generosity. generosity. Generosity is the pathway that God uses to expose us to what is already His. Based on our obedience, not obedience to giving, but obedience to trust in how and when and what and where we give. So your generosity is telling God, God, I trust you and I believe you. Your, your generosity by giving of an offering or a tithe, and I will explain that, is a partnership between you and God. God who owns, God who owns. everything. everything. Everything lets you manage a portion of the whole entirety that is already his. And as partners with God, then he's entrusting us with a minimum. A minimum, he says, let's start with 10%. How you manage the 10% determines the outcome of his 90% and how that is going to be dispersed. Notice I said is his 90%. Why? Because everything belongs to him. Oh, I give the Lord my 10%. No, you're you're it, it, you don't have a 10%. You don't have a 90%. It all belongs to him. And what this helps us to what this helps us to develop is a spirit of surrender. All that I have, all that I am, is his. That means my wife doesn't belong. My wife is his. My children, his. Everything that I have is what? His. Remember verse 10, out of 2 Corinthians, we read that God is the one who provides the seed to the farmer. He provides the what? The seed to the farmer. See, the the tithing, giving an offering is a principle more than it is a demand. And, And so I wanna give you this in lamest terms. I wanna give it to you in such a clear way Regardless of whether this is your church or whatever church you go to or whether you decide to ever go back to any church Did you understand this principle? Tithing or not tithing has no bearing on whether or not you're gonna get into heaven I'm gonna say that and I'm gonna say that one more time Tithing or not tithing has no bearing no weight on whether or not you're gonna get into heaven as many like to teach That is a lie of the enemy That is that is That is manipulation that is playing with emotions that is not doctrinally sound i said it tithing or not tithing for the new testament christian doesn't yield a curse to protect you from curses or protect you from curses i'm sorry it doesn't yield a curse or doesn't keep you from uh curses jesus addressed All the issues of curses on the cross of Calvary it's been paid in full your ten percent got nothing to do with that so then pastor what is tithing tithing is a practice that yields a response over your resources it deals with your resources has nothing to do has nothing to do with anything it has to do with your resources Notice that Paul said that, that that a farmer, a farmer who sows small seeds gets a small. small crop. It had nothing to do with his spirit, it had nothing to do with his soul, it had nothing to do with salvation. It had to do with his resources. Over and over, Jesus spoke in his parables that he that, that Jesus gave to, to one he gave this much to another one he gave this much another one he gave this little and over and over he speaks of one about the one who had much over and over why? because he gave them according to their capacity what do you understand? if you're not good with a little he can't give you much so tithing is a command A commanded way of managing the resources over your life. You know, during the sacrificial system in the Old Testament era, the people of Israel had this as a law. It was a law. It was was Old Testament law. God commanded 10% of all their crops, their cattle, their goods, even their children. I want the first one. First one belongs to me. I gave all three of my kids to God. <laughs> then we had Hector and I gave him two. <laughs> Moms that are praying to have a child and have a child. Lord, if you just bless my woman, give me a child. And then they turn around and forget God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom, you remember those words? When you were scared and you were trying to get pregnant, dad. The child doesn't belong to you. Little doctor Gladys slamming her phone. <laughs> just a, just a, uh. Now, tithing or the giving of a 10% of everything can be traced back to before the Levitical priests in the sacrificial system. And so I'm trying to give you a little bit of doctrine in all that I am sharing, doctor, meaning a the the, the the teaching of these principles, Hebrews chapter seven verse ten. I want you to check this out with me. For although Levi, Levi, the Le, the Levitical principle of giving is all based on the Levites, right? The the, the Levites, the, the the priests. But for all for although Levi wasn't born. wasn't born. born yet, the seed from which he came was in Abraham's body when Melchizedek collected the tithe from him. So this is before the sacrificial system, the tabernacle. This is, this is, this is before that era. Abraham was already giving a what? He was already giving a tithe. He was, he was giving this principle. Tithing is a way to trust God with your resources. Giving God 10% of everything you possess puts a demand on God, not you. Let me say that again. When you give 10% your tithe, you are putting a demand on God, not on you. Your obedience to this principle is a test to God. It shouldn't be a test to you. God tells you if you do it, you'll move me. Not because I need your resources, but because obedience and trust in me moves me. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Yep, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Care what you say. In seven years, In seven years, this is the first time I've read the scripture here. The first time. It says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, what does he do? I will open the windows of heaven for you. Oh, there's more. Oh, I'm sorry. I will then do what? Pour out a blessing Pour out a blessing, blessing. So, so, great. Out a blessing. So, so great You won't have enough room To take it in
0: Try.
1: What does he say? Try What does he say? Try, he say? Try. Try it and then he says we'll be the <laughs> Rebecca handles the finances here uh, Prior to Rebecca uh, Lonnie handled the, the, the finances here Rebecca would tell me, and and she would tell me emotionally. But we gotta teach the people. If you're not telling them, we're failing them. We gotta teach the people. You gotta tell. I'm like, oh, enough. We're gonna do it. So y'all can thank Rebecca for this. I will tell you, and maybe be the first one to tell you this. Try it. Listen. Try it. And then watch what happens and i'm going to give you this disclaimer if and only if this principle doesn't work and you don't see a substantial return over your resources supernaturally don't ever give again you heard it here try it i remember becky and i when we got married I Was brought up in an environment. I thank God my brother Danny is here. My sister Jemida is here We ain't fooling around with the tithing part my dad was a was a my dad was a a Supernatural faith nut Yes, like my dad my dad believed God at his word and Sometimes it shook my mother to the core because my mother Was was following the system of the world. My father followed the system of the heavens. And over and over we saw this return. We saw this return supernaturally, supernaturally. It was always supernatural. Always supernatural. And he was always reminding us: you see that? The Lord provided that. And he reminded us that as children. So I know Jemiah, I know that Danny, my brother, who is here today. I, I they know that this is a principle that we were brought up with. When I got married, it was something that I did naturally because it was just part of my life. It was just part of my life. I lived this way. So when I got married with Becky, Becky said, you going to get what?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know how hard, what, how much? 10%. And I remember that that was an area of friction in our marriage. But because I love my wife and, 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 and her money's her money you know uh, I was like hey man just just do what you do i'm going to give i i continue to do this and one day i remember i sat here and i was having this conversation with Becky, and i said honey i tell you what why don't you just try try for one month try for a month if you don't see a change nothing you can't you can't look at your your income and look at the traction in your resources and be able to say, oh, "Wait a minute. This is not right." Don't ever give again. Don't ever 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 give again. That was over 30 years ago. Peggy is one of the most generous people that I ever know. I will ever know. Um, as a generous heart, she has seen God over and over and over and over. Sometimes I gotta go. Hey, baby, you know I mean you you could, just you you know, ten percent is good. <laughs> but but I say this I say this because when you try it, and then you're tracking it, you track it. And Becky and I have this thing. We we track it. I taught my children track it. Where's the money coming from? So your job is your resource, but God is your source. I want to tell you that. If you've never ever ever given a tithe, try it. Try it. And if you are part of this church and giving a tithe here makes you uncomfortable, listen, don't then don't give it here. Give it somewhere else. But don't rob yourself of this amazing principle. Try it and watch what happens. A source is a point of origin. A resource is when you have to use then the source again. Our tithe is a resource. God is our source. When we tithe, then we are using our source again. Look at Proverbs chapter 1 verses 1 through 7. Almost finished. And these are the words of a king. These are the words of the son, of a son of a king who is leaving. And let me just read and then I'll get to that part. So I want you to listen carefully. Listen to these words. Anthony, I mean, Isaac, where are you going? I'm getting to the good part. (laughs) Listen carefully These are the proverbs Of Solomon Solomon. Who's speaking This is King Solomon And he said these are the words of King Solomon David's son Are you following One generation to the next generation King of Israel Their purpose What purpose The purpose of these Proverbs Okay Is to teach people What? Wisdom and Discipline To help them understand The insights of the wise Tithing is not Going to be for everything Why? Because not everything is going to move in wisdom When you are wise You understand what you're doing Next Their purpose Is to Teach people to live what? To live what? And successful lives. To help them do what is right, just, and fair. These Proverbs will give insight to the what? Listen. This is a book of kings. But he is saying this is going to give wisdom to the simple. It's going to give knowledge and discernment to the young. Next. Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance. Continue. By exploring the meaning in these proverbs and parables. The words of the wise and their riddles. Next. Fear of the Lord is what? Is what? Is the what? Of true knowledge. But fools, what do they do? See, the reason I wanted to read that prologue, the prologue is the introduction of a book. When you read Proverbs and you open the book of Proverbs, it's a book of poems. It's a book of parables. And when you open this book, it begins with this prologue. Most literature begins for those that like reading books. You open the book, and there's going to be an introduction. It's going to explain to you what this book is all about. In movies, for the younger generation, it would be the trailer. The reason I wanted to begin with the trailer, with the prologue, is so that you can understand. What we're about to read next And who Wrote these words And to whom He wrote these words The Proverbs of Solomon King David King David's son He's the king of Israel Their purpose is to teach wisdom To teach discipline To help people be understanding Have insight and have wisdom, their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. Here we are chasing after that guy from Forbes magazine and the other person and the other person and that one and the influencer and and we stay up at night taking notes and writing all this stuff, read the Bible, read Proverbs, understand what it's about. Keeping in mind who these poems and riddles are for I want you to check this out with me, verses 1 through 11, Proverbs 3. My child, this is a father speaking to his child. I am so blessed that in this church, I get to have my sons with me and daughter, and that I also get to have the next generation, my grandchildren. Because when I speak to my grandchildren, I speak to my grandchildren like I used to speak to my my children, except I'm a little nicer now. When you don't have to buy a gallon of milk every day and boxes of cereal, you turn nice. You really do turn nice. My child never forget the things that I have taught you. Dads, if you're out there just working, 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 you spend no time in your home teaching your children, you're failing. You hear me? you're failing. Wives, if, if there's anything you should fight about, it's the men spending time at home with their children, both male and female. Baby, I gotta go work. Baby, I gotta hustle. If I don't hustle, we ain't got the light. If I don't hustle, I'm... We don't function like this world. All right. Women, don't go home now. <laughs> you heard a pastor told me to fight with you. <laughs> Alright, I have taught you I have taught you I'm sorry, forget the things that I have taught you Store my commands where? Where? In your heart If you do this You will live many years And your life Will be what? Man, come on Christians today Whining and complaining about their life Ugh Ugh Come on, next Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Listen to what a dad is telling his child. Listen to what a father is pouring into his child. Things that we don't even talk about today. Why? We talk about investments, we talk about homes, we talk about your savings, your retirement. Those are the things. This man is talking about what? Kindness and loyalty. Why? He says, tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Next, quickly. Then you will find favor with what? Both.
0: Both.
1: Uh, Most modern modern Christians today only have favor with God. Not with other people. And you will earn a what? Good. Good reputation. Next trust in the Lord with some of your heart with what do not depend and this scripture I hear it over and over being taught over and over in bible studies and in and zoom meetings and, and you know if you do what do not depend do not depend on your own understanding well you got to read the full thing let's read it in context Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in some of the things you do. And what? That means in my marriage I have to seek God. And his understanding and how I do marriage. In my parenting I have to seek how God does parenting. Not the world. But God how God does it. In my finances I have to seek how he does it. In the way I do life. I have to seek his understanding. Look, seek his will in all you do, and he will what?
0: Show you which path
1: to God wants to show you. Next. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. I'm sorry, but this is this is where this is where I as a Puerto Rican have to go. Toma! <laughs> Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. For my brothers who don't speak, my sisters who don't speak uh, 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 Spanish, what am I saying? I don't know, give me, somebody help me with, what would Toma be like? Take it, there you go. Take Take there you go. Got him. Got <laughs> him. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body, strength, and strength with your bones. Honor, 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 honor the Lord with your With what? Your
0: wealth.
1: With your what? Your
0: wealth.
1: What's wealth? Huh? What's wealth? Come on. It's, it's, wealth. It's, it's everything that's beyond the poverty level. Your wealth. And with the, the best part of everything you produce. Then he will do what? Fill your barns with grain. And, with, and your vats will flow overflow with good wine. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline. And don't be upset when he corrects. This is a king speaking to his child. The writer Solomon is taking this moment and what he is writing to tell the reader today, even about money management. This is money management for kings. This is not for the common folk, this is for kings. Are are you hearing this? This is money management for kings. What he is writing, writing isn't for the common people. This is not for the people that reject God. This is not for people that are undisciplined. Solomon is telling his readers if you honor the Lord with your wealth, with the best part of everything you produce. Notice that I said everything that you produce. Everything. Honor Him with everything. This is not just about money. You honor Him with everything. Everything. He says, This is my response. This is my response. But what happens? We don't honor God with the best of what we produce. We honor Him with what's left of what we produce. So when you give a tithe, your giving of a tithe isn't for God, the giving of of a tithe is for you the, the tithe is a beginning benchmark in how we give it's, it's a ten percent is the starting point to try you to test you many people think that their livelihood depends on the 90 that's left of their income and I'm here to tell you no that's inaccurate your livelihood depends on the 10 percent of everything that you give 10 percent of everything think about how much time. How much is a 10% of 24 hours? How much is 10% a tithe of 24 hours? hours. Huh? Say it again, Pablo. Two 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 hours and 40 minutes. That's of your day. It belongs to God. What are you doing with it? Are you giving God the best of everything you give? My dad taught me this lesson, and this is how I'm gonna wrap up things today. And please don't rush me with my time, because y'all sang long today. I was watching y'all. <laughs> oh, oh my, Lord, my, more than able. Yeah, you're gonna get some work. Don't rush me, I'm almost done. But my, my dad taught me this valuable lesson about giving God the best, right? it didn't have to do with money if that's what you're thinking I'm sorry I, it's not my thing for those that are part of this church you know we don't sell stuff here we don't do that we don't have registration fees and dues we don't have that stuff here we give we're always giving always giving and always giving if, if the giving has stopped it's because Rebecca stopped me from talking but I just want to give 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 my father was a pastor my father was a pastor of a a church in Wilmington for 28 years and and he had a church building and um, a man gifted my father these stair runners, there were some steps that were going leading into the second floor and this man gave my father these runners for the church and he boxed them up and he gave them to my dad and my father called me so that I could go with him, uh, so that I could do this job with him My father never asked me for favors. Every moment alongside of my father was an opportunity for me to grow and learn. And and I looked for those opportunities. And so the man offered to install them. And my father was like, nah, just give them to us. We'll take care of it. We'll install them. And when we arrived to see these runners that we were about to put into church, they were worn. They were torn. They were dingy. They were discolored see what happened is that the man ripped the old ones from his house and then he thought I'll put the best in my house and I'll give the worn, dingy ones to God's house dad told me the words of Jesus that day in other words he summarized it and he said generosity begets generosity mediocrity Begets mediocrity. These are the words of Jesus. He said out of Luke chapter 6. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. Verse 38. Jesus said. Give. And it will be given. To you. They will. Pour into your lap. A good measure. Press down. Shaken together And running over For by your Standard of measure It will be measured to you In return Yeah, don't hold back You can clap on that So as I shared this principle For you This principle is not to grow the Pastor's pocket, his interests. It's not what this is about, or this church or organization. This is about your walk. This is about your way of life. This is about your livelihood. Not just for you, but for the generations after you, and then after you, and on and on.
0: Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to
1: find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.